Chapter Twenty One of the Bobbsey Twins on the Deep Blue Sea by Laura Lee Hope. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Looking for Jack. Again and again the Bobbseys and the others called the name of Jack, but the children's voices sounding loud, clear, and shrill above the others. But as at first, only the echoes answered. That's the way we always holler when we're lost," said Freddie. "But I guess Jack doesn't hear us," added Flossie. "No, I guess not," said Cousin Jasper, in rather a sad voice. "Are you sure this is the right island?" asked Mrs. Bobbsey, looking about the place where they had landed from the Swallow. "Oh yes, this is the island where I was shipwrecked," said Mr. Dent. "Though Jack and I did not land just here, it was on the other side." And when we go there, I can show you the wreck of my motorboat. That is, if the storms have not washed it all away. Well, then maybe Jack is on the other side of the island," said Bert, and he couldn't hear us. Yes, that might be so," agreed Cousin Jasper. "We'll go around there, but as it will take us some little time, and as we want to get some things ashore from the ship, we had better wait until later in the day, or perhaps until tomorrow to look." Though I want to find Jack as soon as I can, maybe he'll find us before we find him," suggested Mr. Bobbsey. "I should think he would be on the lookout every day for a ship to which he could signal to be taken off. Perhaps he is," said Cousin Jasper. "Well, I hope he comes walking along and finds us. He'll be very glad to be taken away from this place, I guess. And yet it is lovely here," said Mrs. Bobbsey. I never thought we would find oranges growing in such a place. I forgot to speak about them," said Cousin Jasper. In fact, I was so ill and so miserable after the wreck that I did not take much notice of what was on the island. But there are many orange trees. It must have, at some time, been quite a grove. I was thinking maybe we'd find coconuts," said Freddie. "But oranges are just as nice," put in his little sister. Nicer," Freddie declared. "I like oranges. May we eat some, Mother?" "Why, yes, I guess so," answered Mrs. Bobbsey slowly. "Will it be all right, Cousin Jasper?" "Oh yes, the oranges are for whomsoever wants them. Help yourselves, children, while we get the things on shore that we need from the motorboat." "Oh, goody!" shouted Flossie. "Are we going to sleep here at night?" asked Bert. "Well." I did think we might camp out here for a week or so, after we got here and found that Jack was all right," answered Cousin Jasper. "But if he is ill and needs a doctor, we shall have to go right back to Florida. However, until we are sure of that, we will get ready to camp out." "Oh, what fun!" cried Nan. "It'll be as nice as on Blueberry Island!" Flossie exclaimed, clapping her fat little hands. But there weren't any oranges on Blueberry Island," added Freddie. "Still, the blueberries made nice pies." "Mother made the pies," said Flossie. "Well, the blueberries helped her," Freddie said with a laugh. The Bobbsey twins gathered oranges from the trees and ate them. The men folks then began to bring things from the Swallow, which was anchored in a little bay not far from shore. Two tents were to be set up. And though the crew would stay on the boat with Captain Crane to take care of the vessel if a sudden storm came up, the Bobbseys and Cousin Jasper would camp out on Orange Island. 
In a little while one tent was put up, an oil stove brought from the boat so that cooking could be done, without the uncertain waiting for a campfire, and boxes and baskets of food were set out. "'I want to put up the other tent,' said Freddy. "'I know just how it ought to be done.' "'All right, Freddy, you can help,' was the answer from Bert. "'Only you had better not try to pound any of the pegs in the ground with the hatchet, or you may pound your fingers.' "'Ho, oh, I guess I'm just as good a carpenter as you are, Bert Bobbsey,' said the little boy stoutly. He took hold of one of the poles and raised it up, but then it slipped from his grasp and one end hit Nan on the shoulder. "'Oh, Freddy, do be careful!' she cried. "'I didn't mean to hit you, Nan,' he said contritely. "'It didn't hurt, did it?' "'Not very much, but I don't want to get hit again.' "'Freddy, you had better let the older folks set up that tent,' said Mrs. Bobbsey. "'Here, you and Flossie can help put these boxes and baskets away. There is plenty of other work for you to do.' A little later the second tent was in position, and everything about the camp was put in good shape. Then Cousin Jasper, Mr. Bobbsey, and the captain, taking Bert with them, started around for the other side of the island to look and call for the missing Jack. "'I want to come, too,' said Freddy. "'Not now,' his mother told him. "'It is too far for a little boy. Perhaps you and Flossie may go tomorrow.' You stay and help me make the camp ready for night. This pleased Freddie and Flossie, and soon they were helping their mother, one of the sailors doing the heavy lifting. Meanwhile, Bert, his father, and the others walked on through the woods around to the other side of the island. They found the place where Cousin Jasper's boat had struck the rocks and been wrecked, and Mr. Dent also showed them the place where he and Jack stayed, while they were waiting for a boat to come for them. "'And here is where we set up our signal,' cried Mr. Bobbsey's cousin, as he found a pole which had fallen over, having been broken off close to the ground. On top was still a piece of canvas that had fluttered as a flag. "'But why didn't Jack leave it flying to call a boat to come and get him when he found you gone?' asked Mr. Bobbsey. "'I don't know,' said Cousin Jasper. "'This is very strange.' I thought surely we would find Jack as soon as we reached the island. It may be that he has been taken off by some fishermen, but I think I would have heard of it. And he was here about a week ago, for Captain Harrison saw him. You remember, he told us. Well, we must look further. And yell and yell some more, added Bert. Maybe he can hear us now. So they shouted and called, but no one answered them, and Cousin Jasper shook his head. "'I wonder what can have happened to the poor boy,' he said. They walked along the beach and up among the palm and orange trees, looking for the missing boy, but they saw no signs of him. End of chapter 21